Everybody, it's Jonathan Gilchrist. I'm just hopping in here on the break to tell you about one of the other podcasts on the Chaos is Everywhere feed. This week we're talking about Chaos the Final Frontier. Chaos the Final Frontier is your one-stop shop for watch-longs of sci-fi greats. Star Trek is our bread and butter, but we are expanding to hit anything sci-fi with Chaos the Final Frontier, and that is every Monday. And for your convenience, it is clearly labeled so you know what you're getting into before you dive right in. So check out Chaos the Foul Frontier, and we'll see you soon, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's Jonathan Gilchrist. I'm just hopping in here before we start uh, Chaos Everywhere to let you know what's going on. So much like Monday, this is a bank episode. Uh, yeah, the whole weekend was kind of shot, and I just didn't want to have to scramble to try and do something when I had some really good episodes saved up for you guys. This one is Recess, uh, the movie. Um, it's the full-length movie. There's like three on there. Uh, just as a recommendation, because I did mention this on the recording, uh, if you're going to watch more Recess stuff, the original show's great. Um, the movie's cool. And then there is a sequel movie, which is called Recess Taking the Fifth Grade, which I think one of the episodes might be a reuse from the series, but the other two are specifically after the Recess movie. So it's really worth watching if you really like Recess and you want to like get the whole thing. There is a third movie called Growing Down. That one I would not recommend just because all that is is like three different Recess episodes from the TV show that are kind of put together by a loose narrative thread. Um, they're not bad by any means. I love the episodes. It's just, it's not like, they put it up as if it's an original thing. It's like, it's very loosely an anthology of reusing material. So you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, check out that. And um, next week we'll be back with Chaos at Ringside. And uh, hopefully, because uh, we've been we want to get to our new Star Trek will be Star Trek uh, First Contact so we're looking forward to all of that I have no reason to believe that we'll have any other delays on this uh, like I said this weekend just uh, popped up and I had some uh, family time that I have to you know go do and have some fun so we'll see you soon and I hope everybody has a good weekend okay that time it worked don't know what happened but we're going we're live let's roll yeah, you want to know what happened? It's really weird. So I sent you the link. You clicked on. I heard you come on the link, but it didn't change the screen because when I first send you a link while I wait for you, I'm like on this like loading screen with this wait music, and that was still playing. Oh, you're so, telling me there's wait music? Oh, dude, I, so fun fact, but like I love wait music, especially if it's like really like cheesy and just kind of very elevatory. But anyways, I it to you because like it's on the app and like it's music that you can use for different things. And I'll send you the music so you can hear what I hear while I wait for you guys. My day is anyway, made. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Chaos Everywhere. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. And that guy over there, torn from tomorrow's headlines, that's Mr. DJ Madman. I'm just going to have elevator music stuck in my head the rest of the night now. Uh, and uh, today we are watching Recess Schools Out. From 2001. So, Man, oh my God, that was 22 years ago. Jesus Christ. 
didn't need you to say it like that. Didn't you, didn't you, <laughs> you said 2001. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to remember that year forever for reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's a, one of apparently three recess movies. I don't think I've ever seen the other two, but I might watch them tonight after we do this. There's so, three. Yeah, there's um, what was it? Taking of the fifth grade is is one, and then another one, Recess All Grown Down, where they're all kindergartners. Huh. Oh no. So hmm. I'm gonna probably pass on the third, but I'd probably give a rattle for the second one. <laughs> well, I'm probably gonna watch all three because why the hell not? All right, but we are at zero. So you're going to want to hit play in three, two, one, play. The Disney logo is doing stuff. And oh, it's glowing and stuff. And then, hey, look, it's kids. Yeah, kazoos. they got the zooms and they're playing the actual recess music. So first interesting little factoid. I don't know how many of them I'm going to remember because they were about stuff that I don't know long story but one that i really found interesting this movie was originally supposed to be one of those straight to like video movies that mm-hmm. disney did all the time but the show was so popular that they decided to release it in theaters i didn't know it was ever in theaters because like when my friend nick told me oh there's a recess movie i'm like wait what and like i found that out when i was like in my 20s and i'm like yeah. how did i not know that this existed I was aware of it almost immediately, watched it immediately. But yeah, it actually got released in theaters. I don't know how many, it did, but yeah. How many times can you say immediately in the next five minutes? Immediately? Oh, we got three. There we go. Uh, I'm just thinking of not you henchmen arbitrarily turning knobs right now. Yeah, because we're doing a uh, movie that's about a show about kids playing at recess. So, of course, we're stopping at a uh, top-secret government uh, facility. That makes well, I mean, perfect sense. The, the shirts that those people that are wearing kind of looks like, kind of looks like what one of the kids wears pretty consistently. Yeah. Well, well that's just basically character design. <laughs> oh, my like God. That guy looks really happy. There's probably an alternate version where those guys were vaporized. <laughs> so we're meeting the bad guy of the movie, spoiler alert, and um, he's voiced by James Woods. <laughs> of course he uh, is. Originally, it was actually going to be voiced by Burt Reynolds. And Burt Reynolds, I guess, did the whole movie. But his uh, his performance was so over the top and sinister that they replaced him with James Woods. And now I want to hear the Burt Reynolds version of this villain. Yeah, like very just over the top animated Burt Reynolds. This is how you know this is a TV show that had a budget. Oh, we can do a sky shot and zoom in on the school. Oh, yeah, like it, it's a weird. Gr- like 2000s graphics that I forgot existed, like that weird 3D animation that's somehow not drawn but feels drawn. Yeah. Well, that was part of the show anyway. It's just they had more money to do like an establishing shot. Um, Because I noticed this, but I never knew why. If you watch the first season of Recess, it looks a certain way. You watch the second season, it looks a little different. The reason is between the two seasons, it went from hand drawing to to, uh, computers. Because this opening Sweet. sequence literally looks like The Simpsons, like the way the feel of it. Yeah. 
but I think they probably went even a little bit further when they got the budget to make an actual movie. So, oh, the twins. You got to fill up all our holes. Why does the school let you dig holes? <laughs> oh, the kindergartners. King Bob. So, oh, I can't. I don't remember why I looked all this up. And this might have been the last time we were going to do this movie, but apparently King Bob is based on a character that Johnny Depp played in something, but I can't remember the movie that he was in. But yeah, like if if you could DH him, Johnny Depp would be playing King Bob in a perfect world. I would really want to see a live action with Johnny Depp playing King Bob. Nothing else, just Johnny Depp playing King Bob. And then I've never seen this movie, but the Ashleys are based on the Heathers from the movie Heathers, um, which I'm assuming is like a mean girl type thing, but that's what they were based on. Did you just say never mind? <laughs> what? So good at characterizations. Like that both looks and doesn't look like every lunch like monitor I've ever had. Also, that can't be a that can't be legal. That you can sell back to the district the ice cream that you've been hoarding all year. Like, that has to be a weird form of embezzlement. Well, I mean, there are some things about the show. There's a few logical loopholes. Not many, but a few. Oh, ice cream popsicles. Ice cream sandwiches can go suck a nut, but those chocolate popsicle things, yes. Oh, I do remember those when I like when I went to school. My do you remember the what? The really weird kind of triangle, not triangle shaped fruit slushy thing. No. Oh, I'm gonna have to show you that after this. I never like. I was always an ice cream person. My favorite were the peanut butter um, ice cream bars with like the nuts on them. Those were my favorite. Oh yeah, you might have been too far away from. Perry's to get all the crunch bars. That's true. We had um, oh, what the hell was it called? It was, just, it, was it was the same thing that was at our at our college, uh, the New York thing. It wasn't Perry's though. Oh, I can't remember what the fuck the thing's called. Oh, Damn it. Hershey's would be the PA one. Hershey, it was Hershey's. It was like all the Hershey's things, I believe. But there was another brand. <laughs> Hmm, Whatever. Like I'm somebody old. stole the PA system. I don't know if we've established this, but I remember when this movie came out 22 years ago. So um, I'm pretty old. So it's hard for me to remember stuff from when I was actually in school. <laughs> Back in my day, it was cool to wear an onion on your belt. That was the style at the time. Nice finish there. Yeah. Uh, I had to. It's an awesome Simpsons line. Have, you, have I ever shown you that speech from Grandpa Simpson? Right? No. There's but... a whole speech in an episode where he's like hired to be a trust buster. And the whole idea is that he can't like actually beat people with billy clubs, but he can tell a long, uninteresting story until people get bored and leave. And then he does. And it's the greatest speech ever in Simpsons. But then I've even seen people that have actually got a full tattoo of the entire speech on like their leg. It's fucking phenomenal. Okay, It'll we're gonna be... have to do a whole episode just breaking yeah. down the speech. 
We will definitely do that episode of The Simpsons at some point because it's so good. Also, I forget how much I love his this character's logic. Hmm? I'm just like, oh no, 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 sir. I'm I'm totally being sincere here. Yeah, like, and just so much that's not referenced, but doesn't have to be from the show. But there's like an episode where uh, TJ and uh, the principal will become friends. Because, of course, the 90s, it was a, uh, a mishap with a hypnotist that made the principal think he was 10 years old. Oh, so, so much joy. Yep. Just, I think, I, I can't ha- remember, maybe I have seen this. I think I did see this in college. So I don't yeah. remember the plot, but like I remember pieces of this because I did watch it with my friend who told me that it did exist. I think he has it on DVD. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? He was a bigger, even cartoon, like, collective nerd than me. Like, I remember he had... Wait, what in the world is she? The rest of this corn chowder. It'll keep till September. (laughs) By the way, corn chowder is delicious. I wouldn't eat that corn chowder, but it is delicious. Yeah, I don't know about, like, you know, four-month-old corn chowder, but... That's assuming that they made it fresh that day, by the way. It could be much older than four months old by the time it gets to September. I hate my job. When I was in high school, actually, there was a teacher that would play. um, He had speakers in his room, and he would put them in the hallway at the last day of school, and he would play Schools Out by Alice Cooper through the hallways. Pretty cool guy. Until it got weird after my class graduated. Why does Mikey have a glowing mouth? Because of the ice cream they stole and ate. Oh, limesicles. Yeah. I forgot about limesicles. Good God. Summer vacation, the ultimate recess. That could be a tagline for the movie. <laughs> Teach. By the way, if, if there was a wrestling camp, I would have gone. <laughs> I would say, like, if there's a character that's kind of like you would be more collectively interested in their life, I feel like it would kind of be Spinelli for reasons. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I feel like Spinelli and I would have got along great. Oh, yeah, because he has a really good voice. Yeah. Who is it that his voice, um, oh, man, his voice is like Robert Goulet. Yeah. Like when he sings. Yeah, that's his voice. Reed? We can't waste the whole summer fooling around like kids. Yeah, fourth grade, which would make them, what, 11, I think, maybe? <laughs> I just love that we won't even be pre. Not even, they're definitely not teenagers because that's like seventh or sixth grade. So, like, yeah, they're like 11, maybe 12. Well, yeah, no, puberty's not really a thing for them yet. Yeah, there's one episode for an experiment where TJ and uh, Spinelli kiss just to see what ha- would happen. Oh, yeah. As if. <laughs> I hope it's a big lake, too. This school has a lot of, like, actual cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back in the day, um, public schools were actually funded 
So they got to do... Um, <laughs> what? Can you say that pro- statement again? Yeah, they got to do programs like extracurriculars that are more than just the basics of education. So I know it's a weird thing. It really wasn't a thing by the time I showed up, but I had the remnants of it around. So... First of all, that's Robert Goulet, and you should say it with respect that it's not just a adult baritone. Big, big kids sing good. I wish I, that's how I was. Like, I'm sure I was a monster as a kindergartner, but I wish that's how we talked. Oh, no. TJ is going to be home alone all summer watching yeah. reruns and uh, he's gonna have to watch. Uh, get up every morning and watch uh, Price is Right. Although Bob Barker was still on the air, so that's good. Man, do you remember when people say "womp"? I think the show invented it. Really? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think it was a thing before the show. And it's definitely like it's a plot point in the other episodes where. TJ gets in trouble for saying that and everybody gets mad and I'm like, oh, that's a swear word. He's like, no, it's a word I invented so I wouldn't get in trouble, basically. So, one is the yeah, I don't know if that's true, but like, I, I, don't, I don't remember ever hearing it before recess and I've heard it since. I'm just thinking of Mario character style. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, like, an onomatopoeia of, like, uh, getting, like, whomped in the head or something. But it's, like, a verb of this whomps or an adjective of this whomps. Well, to I age don't myself, but I will say, like, the phrase this sucks or just sucks was, like, this whole, like, kind of ish our generation thing. Like, before that, mm-hmm. it wasn't really like, available. That's true. Yeah, to the point where I remember people getting in trouble for saying this sucks. Yep. It's like, now it's like, Why? Because it was technically referring to things. And then people hated me because I'm like, no, vacuum cleaners suck. So, Philliam Benedict is the bad guy. He's actually named after Ronald Reagan's Secretary of Education, whose name I don't remember because I saw it and I was like, I don't need to remember that. But that's where the name comes from. (laughs) Wanted to abandon me. I mean, that breakfast doesn't look bad. I mean, you could have gone to baseball camp, too. I didn't realize my friends were going to leave or I would have. Oh, I forgot he has, like, an older sister. Yeah, is he the she... only one that has older family? No. Um, Vince has an older brother who's a giant nerd. That's a whole episode. Okay. Um, Gus? I think, I think everybody else are single children. I don't. I can't think of... Gus is definitely a lonely child. Mikey doesn't have any relatives. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, him and Ben both have siblings. Cold fucking parents. Wow, why aren't you with your friends? Oh, you don't have friends? Wow, what a fucking lame kid we have, huh, wife? <laughs> this is also completely beyond my um, like understanding of childhood because I lived four miles from the nearest town, literally. So there was no biking or going anywhere. I could go outside, but I'd just be in nature. There's no places to go. You didn't have that one cool older friend that had a car? Nope. Uh, no, I never really... 
I never really did. And my parents didn't have enough money for me to get like a, a moped or something so I could actually cover the distance. But Yeah, no, you should have sent him to a camp. Especially if you knew all of his friends were going to a camp. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Whole, it's, you know, this whole movie wouldn't have been made. Exactly. It's good for the entire world that he's there. But... Ugly bald guy still guarding the school. Hmm. This looks not suspicious. I don't know what exactly people do in schools. Like, I know people have to, like, clean the building and stuff, but I don't know what else happens in a school during um, summer. Well, I mean, like, they can, some now, like, can rent them out for different things, like, mm. for, like, um, kind of meetings or stuff. Oh, they, well, some schools now, like, have, like, rotational, like, music stuff starts way early, sports stuff starts way early, so even the school year is over, yeah. like, it's really not as long. Some... Like, there's only, like, two weeks where the school's not being used. I know sometimes they use like some like their summer school where like a part of a hallway will still have people in it because of summer school. But where I grew up, it was small enough that three or four schools all sent their kids to one particular building, like mm -hmm. in a different town. Because I had to go there once. Don't ask. I can't remember what I failed. I think one was English and math, which is interesting because I'm I'm really good at English. It's weird that I failed English enough that I had to do summer school. Um, but yeah, but like it, was, it wasn't at my school. They like bust me about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes away to another school with like 30 other people. Did you run to the glass swing door again? I was going to want to take your temperature. She already did. Yeah, but she wanted, she's going to want to do it through the, uh, the non mouth way, which was upsetting. I don't remember them ever being cops in the show. Like, I feel like these are completely new characters. Yeah. No, because you, you don't get to see a lot of the outside of the... Um, oh, yeah, because the whole the thing's town. about recess, duh. Yeah. There's, like I said, there's one episode <laughs> where... I'm sorry, I just, gets... love the, I just love the I'm going to be a taxpayer someday. <laughs> but there is one episode, like I said, where he gets in trouble and there's like a whole town meeting at City Hall... And you get to like see the mayor and stuff, but for the most part, you don't get to see a lot of people outside the school. <laughs> Damn, children. I, I specifically chose this club because children aren't allowed. The saggy butt kid. A uh, classic kid who is a prankster trying to tell the truth and no one's going to believe him. And it's almost like a boy that, like, cried by a wolf of some kind. Yeah, some kind of uh, dog-like creature. Some, like, forest animal that could be dangerous. Might get eaten by same forest creature at some point. I mean, say what you want about Principal Prickly. He actually went with him to the school. Like, yeah, he's a... He's, he hates the kids sometimes, but well, he actually that's listened. Like, that's kind of the cool thing is like, besides the kindergartners, everyone has a character arc. Like there's not just like truly evil people. Like even the, 
uh, not grot key. The launch monitor lady has like an ish softer um, side for a few things. Yeah, Miss Finster. Yep. Like she's not only to, slightly I, evil. I mean, I keep bringing up the show, but because I just I know the episodes. There's an episode where Spinelli has to spend the weekend with her, and she finds out that she's actually really cool. But then they have to go back to being enemies oh, yeah. at the start of school. And they, like, agree on it, right? Yeah, they're like, well, we can't be friends after this. Honestly, it's kind of weird how many episodes of uh, Recess there are Simpsons parallels to. By the way, I, I never noticed this before, but he's reading out of her diary about a guy that she likes at her, like, job. And if you look in the background on the mirror, there's a picture of a guy wearing the same uniform she wears for work. Yeah, probably like stole the employee of the month poster and then just put it in her room. Don't you be wild. Because we're just out of the 90s. This is still okay. All-star baseball camp. Throw it, no, don't no. aim it. I don't know if that's good advice or not. I have no idea. I just realized that, um, and this didn't come in my research, but his A is like on Angel Wings, like Angels in the Outfield, which was another Disney movie. Which, by the way, we should definitely do Angels in the Outfield. It's such a 90s movie that I haven't seen in years, but it'd be very fun. Uh, that's with the guy who was in a bunch of movies that, yeah. yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Doc Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> the origins of Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're actually at space camp. You know what I just learned today about the moon that's actually really interesting, or at least I found interesting? Apparently, the moon is moving away from the Earth like in by several inches every year. So like when um, uh, Armstrong walked on the moon, he put reflectors on the moon that we can now bounce a laser off of and get back. And by doing that, we can calculate the distance from the Earth to the moon. And it's been growing ever since uh, 1969. I know you were talking, but there was just a very obscure Star Trek reference there. Oh, okay. Nice catch, everybody. By the way, you don't, like, if you're going to a camp to learn wrestling, you don't start with off-the-top rope moves. That's not, the I first mean, thing you learn is how to fall, basically. It's a, it's a kid's camp. That's fair. I mean, you have to keep them entertained. That's one thing I never really knew. Why is it called a mess hall? Does mess stand for something? You know, I don't actually know. Never thought well, about it. As history guy, I feel like that would be a good question for you. Yeah, no, I, I never thought to look it up. I, I would Google it. I do not have anything else to Google. Teach. I'm sure it does stand for something because everything in the army stands for something. <laughs> or aliens. 
Maybe they're in disguise as aliens. That's true. That seems like half a job done. There's a lot of boxes still in there. What sign is on those cars? Is that like the kid, like the danger kids at play? So they talked about it in the news report. Um, it's a group that was under the Board of Education called the No Recess Group that had uh, disappeared mysteriously with their leader. How do you know it's written in Swedish? It's a Norwegian. But how would you even, as a fourth grader, even be able to tell Norwegian from Swedish? Man, what kind of shitty friends they are. We all want to have fun, and you're just freaking lame and got us out of the fun things that we were doing because you felt lonely. Oh my god, Prickly's still here. Yeah, that looks exactly like Prickly in a black suit and driving not his car. Or maybe that wasn't the car. Well, he was like in Hawaiian, like, you know, golf attire. By the way, nobody else around the building was looking out their window at this exact moment when the giant satellite comes out of school? No, of course not. It's not a a satellite. It's a tractor beam. That's one of my favorite things about Doctor Who is like the way that they deal with people not noticing all the really fucked up shit that happens. Um, There's an episode where literally the whole Earth is taken over and like giant statues are put up everywhere as part of the whole plot. And um, basically, like everybody loses their memory and the doctor asks just some random person... Hey, what's the statue for? And they're just like, oh, yeah, I thought they were like shooting a movie or something. Like, it's like, see, people are stupid. They'll never remember. This is kind of comfy. You, oh, now you think I'm right? Now that you saw the giant satellite shoot in the sky? Yeah. Also, aren't your parents going to be worried that you all have left your camps where they thought you were? No, they don't know yet. They don't report. The camps don't report that the kids are missing for at least a couple days. (laughs) Just on the hope that nothing happens. Oh, there we go. Becky's going to have to do all that driving every night to, to get the kids back to their camp. Leave that to conniving at Ed and Eddie. Yeah, Eddie with more successful scams, basically, is what PJ is. Not obsessed with candy. That too. I mean, they enjoy candy, but you're right. There's not like a specific candy that they're obsessed with that I can think of. You heard me. It's so good that in the first scene, they set up all this technology, like the the hoist to get that box out of the thing, and now a voice-changing machine that allows them to call the camp counselors. Man, 
they just just so much stuff they had to set up in that first scene. Is this like your dream? I mean, I would have loved it. I would have been there as like manager camp. Speak to me. Gonna cost you kumbaya. I like that they just like assume that the Ashleys would do this, but they don't show us how they convince them to help. Well, they're the Ashleys. Okay, so on the beds there, those three names are the first three names of the three tenors. So that's oh, a reference. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a reference that every 90s kid would definitely get immediately. just getting so many cross-reference memories like it's like uh like that whole contraption kind of reminds me of sandlot <laughs> i think this movie was loosely based on the sandlot like it's the same type of idea um but because the sandlot was so successful i think that's why they kind of made this cartoon <laughs> i just love how like they're gonna ask becky for help and they're still just fucking all like just in, in her diary but Mikey, of course, is not even laughing. He's like, oh, it's so beautiful. Roast beef and mashed potatoes. Hey, by the way, does anybody else get food? No, just Mikey. Oh, Gretchen. I mean, it should be fun without the bad guys part. No, because then they wouldn't have something to do. I mean, I guess we can just spy on the school anyway. Oh, well, there's the existential dread. It only took, it only took for them to be 11 to be like, wait a minute, life is over soon. Like, you're not even going to middle school yet. Like, you're going to the fifth grade, which isn't even middle school in most places. I remember, but by the way, I do remember all that being very real, feeling very much like um, like life was going to change and be all dramatic. When? But it's just, it's so weird looking back at it, like, oh my God, that was over dramatic for no reason. John Jacob. Uh, why do the people always shout? Such a that's something I should look up. I would love to know the history behind that song. Because it is so ubiquitous throughout everybody's childhood, at least since I was a kid. I'm assuming they still sing it today. I wonder, like, where it started. Because sometimes you find out those stuff is, like, really creepy, um, like, beginnings. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's innocuous. Sometimes it's a weird thing, like, 
I've seen things that's like, oh, that's just a weird thing. There was a political thought in the 19th century. I'm like, why did that become a nursery rhyme? That makes no sense. Why is it so important? Because I'm James Woods. I academically challenged young friend. Da, da, da. Yeah, this was his uh, second ever Disney movie after Hercules. So he went from like Oof. Hercules to this. I mean, no offense to Recess, but like him playing Hades is like really, really top tier. Yeah, no, I um, I don't know why I had found this out, but apparently he loved playing Hades so much that when the movie went over budget, he offered to give back his salary to continue it and loved it so much that to this day, if they're ever going to use Hades in anything, video games, whatever, they, he will do it at, for nothing, basically. Why would you take your face off out in public? Because plot points. These plot are very these are very bad guys, if you get my drift. They're right. they're very bad at being bad guys. Well, I mean if they're henchmen and goons, they have that's like part of the qualifications. By the way, nice on prickly didn't like write a help me note just on the off chance somebody finds his pants. Yes. Da, da, da. Rope with pointy <laughs> Also, I love how TJ has like the hardcore bike. Well, yeah, his parents didn't have to. Oh, Randall. His parents didn't have to afford camp, so they bought him a really nice bike. Aww. By the way, did you ever notice? Randall in uh, Rick and Morty. No. So um, in the episode, I think it's season four, the episode where there's the death crystal. I just love that visual. Um, in the death crystal, when he goes and fights the bullies, if you look, one of the bullies is purposely drawn to look like Randall from Recess. Huh. Yeah. Now, if Muriel P. Finster has anything to say about it. We got to steal the Declaration of Indo... Oh, wait, wrong movie. No, but they stole that from this for this movie. Wait, so you're saying National Treasure is loosely based off of this movie? I would hope so. <laughs> By the way, that, that's super easy in a movie. No way anybody's going to do that in real life. I mean... Kids can climb trees. It's it's That's for true. it's only like a window. It's not that crazy. I forget that I was I was out of shape even as a child. Yeah, this is a cartoon. All those kids except Mikey. Hold the rope, boy. Yeah, I don't know about Finster. Uh oh. Comedy. <laughs> Randall might be dead. His legs just roll, but they roll in. Never been to school, empty school night before. Think, do you think it'd be creepy 
because um, I know people have done this. Do they be creepy if you like lived in a school at night? Yeah, I mean, like it's just kind of like linoleum and stuff, so it doesn't feel anything like comfort or home or whatever. It's like worse than a hospital. I think it'd be kind of cool. Like I've seen people that literally have an entire school to themselves. Like they bought the school, and they like it's not even like apartments. Like they live in like one of the classrooms, and they just have the entire school to themselves. The main thing is about, um, I would say, like, blocking up the entrances so you know where people are coming from. So, like, people can't, like, get into where you're living without you knowing. But I think it'd be kind of cool if you, if you can make it work. But it also end up being, like, living almost in a mansion, not as, like, niceness, but having that much space and trying as one person or even a family to fill it. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, like, so that was one of the things, too, like, having a cool, like, a ridiculous cool, like, party, like, a school would be, like, the perfect thing for it, because there's a giant gymnasium, there's random rooms. That's true. Obviously, there's no comfortable furniture, but who needs that when everyone's drinking and getting high? Sure. Just get a bunch of drunk people on a basketball court playing basketball. Or, like, wrestling mats and padded walls. Like, that's one of my favorite parts about the gym is, like, I could run in full speed into a wall and it was padded. You can also do that if you go crazy enough. So that's something to remember. <laughs> no, there's something different about those padded walls versus the other padded walls. Yeah, it's true. They're Mostly, not as I think soft. They were, they were, they were color. Like, they were purple or orange. They, were, they weren't white. They were just, like, whatever the school color was. Orange, my, yeah, red, mine purple. when I was going to school was red, and then they turned to blue after they changed mascots. Because hmm. believe it or not, my middle of the nowhere country school kind of had a racially insensitive mascot when I what? was younger. Get out of town. Yeah. You could decide what race they were insensitive to. Pick whichever one's funniest for you. Dragons? Yeah, there we go. And then Sorry, they... Uh, then we became the Timberwolves. I voted for the Scorpions because that's much more at least original. But Or did I vote for the Cobras? Cobras. Which Cobra I thought was much more original than a goddamn wolf that like every other fucking place that has an animal thing does. But no, everybody else voted for the fucking wolves. People have no vision, I tell you. No vision whatsoever. Oh, by the way, um, you know how Disney movies have secret Mickeys throughout them? Mm. Well, we're about to see the secret Mickey, and I'll explain to you once they show it, because I have to look for where it is. On the moon, in the craters, when they like fire this weapon or fire this tractor beam at the moon, there's going to be um, uh, like a three circles that look like a Mickey head. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that she immediately blames the children. Right there oh, in the yeah, south left corner. Yeah, every Disney movie has a Mickey. Almost, I think every Disney movie has a Mickey in it. There was if you know where looking. Just clearly looked like Einstein there. Obviously. Well, because they have to show that they're very smart scientists. By the way, this would do so much more than what their plan is going to make it do. <laughs> Like, this would just what they just did would like fuck the world's 
entire climbing up. Oh, yeah. You ever seen Bruce Almighty? Yep. Oh, I love Bruce Almighty. What was I told before? Have, I'll do better. Have next you ever time. seen Evan Almighty? No. If, um, it's not as good. <laughs> hey, I mean, like, hey, if you lead with that, then I might actually try it. But yeah. I knew that already. It, it might, it would definitely be one of those things now that we've kind of cracked the, the, the seal on comedies to watch on the podcast. Don't do this to me. So that guy's me. dead. Who's second in command? He's pulling a Darth Vader. Man, anyone with a badass cane. Uh, I had a cane like that that was so cool. And I don't remember what happened to it, but uh, what it was my grandfather's. What? No, like you lost a cool cane? Like I... No, I think the, the cane part broke, but like the head was like a brass eagle. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> Some sort of explosion. Wow. Nothing ever succeeds more than just yelling the word run. If you don't have a plan, just yell the word run because people will listen to it. I think she just headbutted that guy in the in the balls. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, time to like um, install <laughs> build, glass build doors. Door. <laughs> no, it's just like a garage door. <gasps> Marbles. Oh, kids today wouldn't even have marbles in their pocket because they're so lazy. <laughs> Ninjas. But um, reference to Indiana Jones right there with the why it has to be snakes. Is there going to be another Indiana Jones reference? They're sliding through a very slowly closing doorway. By the way, you guys had plenty of time to get out of there together, but for some reason, you didn't go at the same time. Dramatic effect. Yeah. Well, they had to have TJ captured for plot reasons. Also, did you just throw a shuriken at a child? <laughs> yeah. No, like, clearly when you say facility. get them, he meant murder these local children. <laughs> what the J.P. Morgan is going on around here? Oh. Mm. So that's many references. Of, yeah, it's a lot of rug burn. <laughs> Ugly bald guy still guarding the school. Yeah, don't bring your surveillance with you to the stakeout. I mean, he's committed to his tape recorder. That was also kind of like one of those things that kind of died. It's like there were movies like, uh, what was the movie where the guy just carried the tape recorder everywhere? Dirty work. Yep. By the way, why did they take his pants? I know, again, plot point, but like, what would be the actual logical reason for, because the guy never wore his pants, but for some reason they took his pants. 
they took Principal Prickly's pants? Yeah. Like, he's just sitting there in his underwear because TJ had to find his pants. But I don't know what the reason was because we didn't see the bald guy dressed as Prickly in his pants. Like, maybe, no maybe, maybe he was going to put the pants on, but then the pants didn't fit. So yeah, maybe. just kept them. Fucking children. There's no way that five different children would randomly tell us stuff about the school that we should probably check out. Man, look at that smug smile. Our old pals, old amigos. No need to be rude. You again, you stole his pants. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the reason that they give is because if he doesn't have his pants, he can't run away. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what you stand up for the right to Sure. Why not? Oh, yeah, I forgot that you saw the giant laser. <laughs> I disapprove. As a goon, I disapprove. Well, it was all so long ago. That man's a rogue teacher. So, um, uh, Prickly is one of the Beatles from Yellow Submarine. If Clearly. No, not at all. No reference there. Apparently, 1968 Muriel is kind of hot, which is interesting. Yeah, that, that also checks out. <laughs> Man, can you remember, can you imagine, like, if that was one of the activities, like, hey, do you want to go paint my Volkswagen? What a different time to be alive. Fair. And um, he is a uh, reference to a movie, oh, God, what the hell is it? Like, oh, I can't remember. It's a reference to a movie like Rebel something. Oh, Rebel uh, without a terrible fucking movie? James Dean. Yeah. It maybe, I think. But like the no. reason that I, the reason, because it's referenced several times, not only is his character based on that, but that movie also had the uh, song Born to be Wild, which is why they played it earlier. Mm. But yeah, I can't remember. It's not a movie I've ever seen, but I've heard well, of. I think if it is Rebel Without a Cause, I have nothing but bad things to say about that movie. But. <laughs> um, I don't remember if Born to be Wild is in that because like the whole thing is James Dean's character is very like he's not a badass. He's just very like aloof and just kind of yeah. like mysterious guy. But like it doesn't play it off that like he's haughty about it. Like Born to be Wild wouldn't make sense for that movie. Let me take a look. Maybe I can um 
give me like half a second while they're having their conversation about how recess must be eliminated. Hold on, I just want to go full circle here because he was just talking about meditation in like 1968. And like now that's like kind of back in the vein of things. So it only took what? 68, call it 70. So like 50 years for it to work its way back into things again. I don't think you ever like, I feel like this is all what people think was the 60s, but like the people that were doing the peace and love thing weren't like the the thirty somethings that were teachers. They were like the eighteen year old kids who were just getting out of high school at this time. I mean, this movie is always accurate. How dare you? Yeah, no. I mean, the sixties in general are so well remembered, and in no way romanticized for something they weren't. It's not like there's a really bad part of the sixties leading into the seventies. Yeah, not that the 70s had, like, the invention of the modern serial killer or anything. Or just, like, Vietnam, all the other stuff, you know. Let's see, what do I get? So I just pulled out my computer so I can look at this. Dig? Yeah, but now i got to type because I suck at it. People. Having some kind of rally. Well, they're protesting because he wants to give get away recess, and Kirkland's like, "You can't take away recess because I'm a groovy teacher, and I'll never hurt children." Hey, man, you just don't get it. Oh God. So, two thousand and one. Just going to the IMDP page because that's where I got my research, not to give away my secrets. Oh, Muriel can't be with somebody that doesn't love recess. Oh, the irony. Hmm. Looks like he still needed people. Uh, well, oh, cute. now he has a limp. Got it. That's why he needs the cane. Oh, it's all coming together. Whoa. So, actually, this movie made some good money. It had a budget of $23 million and made $36 million um, mm-hmm. in the U.S. and Canada, $44 million worldwide. So, like, almost, yeah, almost doubled its uh, budget. So, that's not bad. I like right, that's not what I Recess again. Are, are the dogs going after a toad again? No, there's some weird storm lightning things happening. And actually, it freaked me out for a second. So I'm with the dogs. That's all right. All right. right so Benedict, they have a plan. 1222. So, yeah. Philip Benedict is a play on William Bennett, who was the Secretary of Education during Ronald Reagan's administration. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Okay, there it is. So um, William Benedict, as a young one, was, is based on the character of Captain America in the movie Easy Rider, which also had the song, um, uh, what is it, uh, Born to be Wild. So okay. it's easy rider that that was a base on. So. Well, I mean, you gave me a reason to bitch about a movie that 
was supposed to be like a cult classic and I still don't understand why I think it's bad. So my pettiness <laughs> wins here. That's fine. Yeah, there you go. And by the way, that pretty much ends all the interesting trivia that I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. So I think I did a pretty good job remembering most of it. Oh, yeah. Plus, like, we got pretty significant plot stuff happening pretty soon. So. Yeah. Why are they trying to screw with the moon? Can't say screw in a Disney movie. Oh, sorry. That's no moon. That's a space station. Top drawer, along with everything else, I always come to. <laughs> what isn't in TJ's pockets? Wait, what? Oh, well, a baseball, apparently. Oh, by the way, everybody, Spot the Cat has come down to say hello, and he'll probably be pretty mouthy. So you've got dogs and I've got a cat. So we're professional podcasters. Whoa. Man, you guys should have turned around a little earlier. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's no longer getting rid of recess. It's getting rid of summer vacation. That's why they're moving the moon. Parents would burn the world to the ground. Well, the parents still wouldn't have to deal with their kids. Their kids are just being schooled the entire time. Mm. Yeah. Still don't think that would work. No, it definitely is a crazy plan. Kindergartners would just be chaos. <laughs> Six weeby ten-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, she's a professional hot dog maker. Well, isn't that nice? I'm sorry, did they just threaten to put things on the internet? No, the, the TJ earlier threatened to put his diary on the internet. <laughs> do, do you hate me? Yes, you're trying to give us summer vacation. Not to mention, again, all the ways this would fuck up the planet if your plan succeeded. How successful the moon was always staring me down, mocking me. He just turns into fucking Adam West from like Family Guy, but like instead of water, it's the moon. I love the like I love the idea of being that petty that like you got to literally the top of the education system in America, but you couldn't forget the elementary school that you were ousted out of. Well, yeah, that's like every bad guy ever, plus like kind of childhood trauma. Like origination That's stuff. You fiend. You don't get you don't get a chance to say fiend as yeah, much as you should in everyday life. It's a good insult. We should bring it back. Uh, we definitely should. So yeah, the basic idea of the plot, I've already hinted at a couple times, if they move the moon, it changes the tides, which 
screw with the weather to make it colder longer so there won't be any summer for summer vacation. Also, we'll kill most everything on the planet. <laughs> but, uh, but hold on. The other thing is, like, this is just so Western. Like, he doesn't, like, summer is still a thing in, you know, tropical places. Like, this is all just here. Yeah. Like, no, it's mostly your plot hurts everyone, but you're only trying to hurt, you know, a very small chunk of the world. Basically, instead of just trying to, like, convince people that no more schooling's better like why don't we we don't have to do like full school but we can like make sure school stays open during the summer which by the way there's actually real good reasons for it besides the testing there's a lot of kids that go hungry during the summer because they don't get the free lunches mm-hmm. but yeah, right. that's another thing entirely that was a good shot for you there's a belt and everything yeah oh uh, I have, to remember, I have to remember, maybe when uh, you and I do our road trip, it has nothing to do with the podcast, I can see if I can get my belt from my dad, because I do have a championship belt that's like a full, like, replica-grade championship. Uh-oh. I mean, part of that trip is to actually take stuff that I don't want to move, but I've also owned that thing for going on a decade and I never see it. I know they wouldn't ever do this, but it'd be really funny if Jackie Chan had a cameo in this for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Because he was referenced. I mean, he's still a teacher. He gets summer vacation too. What? Adults for kids? No. Uh, I never caught polywogs in a jar, but I did catch uh, fireflies in a jar. When you went to school, because like I said, we grew up in the era where all this stuff was sort of being eliminated. Did you guys get recess? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a whole thing where like we literally had, and even too, part of gym, when it was nice out, sometimes for gym, we were just like allowed to play on the playground. Or, like, yeah. just go outside and do that. But, like, recess was definitely part of a thing for. <sighs> yeah, no, that was the closest we ever got was, like, gym. They would go outside when the weather was nice. But there's a difference between having gym class and then having, like, an actual free play period, which I never experienced. So, I don't, I don't know. Like that's sort of what happened to recess. It got it kind of combined with gym, but it's not the same thing at all as no. like the recess that's in this show. Because gym, you have to like learn stuff and take tests, and there's also right. physical things. Like I remember pull ups and chin ups and push up things and BMI and square dancing for no reason at all. There is a reason for that. It had to do with. Um, uh, something weird. Like it had to do with like a weird uh, initiative about kids not getting into gangs. I think it was it was one of those really stupid, stupid ideas. Is like, well, how are we going to stop kids from doing this bad thing? Uh, why not square dancing? Basically, footloose, which is yeah, kind, kind of, of gang related. I mean, since I still have my computer, I can try and Google that too. Well, while you're talking, I will say, um, yeah. gym class, I don't know if you ever had the experience of the weird 
rainbow tent thing that's awesome and i would still pay money to be inside one of those things oh yeah everybody that grew up anywhere in the 90s remembers the rainbow parachute it's the best thing ever that i like I, as an adult i want one and you and want to use it with you, adults i hope i don't have to tell anybody this reference to pat <laughs> no it's not clear clearly, at all clearly there's a reference to pat um because who is playing River March, River Kwai? Hey, there you go, River Kwai. There we go. Square dancing was taught in schools for physical education, but also to teach children about socialization, sequencing skills, coordination, and help improve memory. Yeah, but there's more to it than that. Mm, I also call BS on like all of that. Improve memory, maybe, but like. I, I mean, I did do square dancing, but, like, do I know how to do it now? Nope. Yeah, it was... I can't remember why. The kindergartners. It is true. If there's anyone that's special forces or, like, Marines, it would be kids. It would be the kindergartners. Yeah, I can't see, like, I can't find the, re like, the reason, but there was, like, it was one of those things where, like, it came from, like, the federal government. Like, this is a good way to stop this, you know, weird thing. I think, I, I might be wrong about this. I think it had something to do with the rise of hip-hop as a, like, um, art form. And mm. people were like, oh, no, we have to sh do more socially acceptable, like, dancing and such. <laughs> that uh, worked. Yeah, no, still not like... Oh no. Did um are we playing that TJ helped with the punching or did Prickling just beat the crap out of two full grown men? I mean he had, didn't have pants on, so he's allowed to punch at least one person so he can get a pair of pants. That's fair. <laughs> By the way, I noticed in the crowd scene earlier when they were talking about to all the kids. The kid that's taking over for King Bob is dressed up as a pharaoh. <laughs> I think that was him. Which also, it always made me laugh that like King Bob had a, um, a crown with a bee like painted on it. Mm -hmm. But the kid that takes over for him has like a, a sticker just slapped over the bee. So he doesn't yep. get his own crown. <laughs> just gets a sticker. I mean, yeah, that's very kid. Well, the... the, the Again, it's not that there's a continuity with the show, but there if you watch the show, there's a lot of references to other kings before Bob. Um, so like I wonder how that worked, or does everybody get to like pick their own like um aesthetic once they become king? And it's very heavily applied by the way that TJ will be king of the playground when he becomes a sixth grader. Run. That's like his go-to plan, and so far it's working really well for him. I love that he doesn't tell anybody in the building, why does everybody keep disappearing when they go behind that hedge? <laughs> Man, those shovels are effective. Do you know how hard it is to dig that deep of a grave? I mean, hole. <laughs> you speak like you've tried to experience um, no, not, not at all. 
Oh no, the corn chowder. Tender. <laughs> Don't say it like it's a thing with you, prickly. Jazz to moon base too. Wow, that was a real. Yep, nope. Hey, guards. Oh, no, water balloons. It is great that, like, no one has guns. I mean, it's a Disney movie for kids, specifically. I mean, there are ninjas with, you know, shuriken and throwing stars. But you notice, by the way, that the ninjas aren't using the throwing stars now. Well, yeah, because TJ's not with them. <gasps> yeah, you guys are bad at your jobs. You didn't notice anybody out there, like, filling up the hole. So, I, I did not know that. When I've ever watched this movie... The closed captioning just said bombard men. I always thought he just shouted bombardment. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I, I closed know. caption is not correct. Yeah, it could be mistyped it. I think bombardment actually makes more sense because that's the name of dodgeball in a lot of places. Oh no, the power's off. Also, how much electricity is this school that? That it's supposed to be closed for the summer running that nobody notices. Ah, uh, yes, the old switcheroo of just locking people in a closet. Somebody don't run. It's our best plan. It's true. That still had to hurt. Not quite tar, but definitely hot and then a large metal thing. Do you think they heated it up before they dumped it on him? It was probably still there, heating up. Oh, it's fair. They just left it on a slow burn the entire summer. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, no fire safety hazard there. So that's just a washing machine, right? Yeah. But it also provides power. The guys that are locked in the electrical room, they could have still hit the switch while they were in there. That's not even like the one tenth of the biggest plot hole in this movie, so I'm not really worried about it. Mm, also, I can't make that noise again. Again. <laughs> Again, he left his government job. How did he like pay all these people to be his henchmen? With money from the government. That's true. Like he obviously had enough money to buy all these bonds too. Yeah, it's like so, he buy these suits, which you know, I don't know if you know how expensive some of those things are. Like I never would bother, but I have an idea that they're more expensive than I care to know. Like even not in a, not even economy cars. Not even economy cars. Could you know? He's going to be president one day after he kills half the planet. Japan, Germany, Tierra del Fuego. Honestly, I would actually expect Japan and Germany to be right. Well, isn't Japan one of the ones that they don't really have, like, 
because like don't, don't they go to school like six days a week or something like that and then they don't really stop yeah something like that it is very it's a very tough schedule to the point where whenever i hear like japanese people talk about like oh when i was a kid i would go out with my friends i'm like when when did you do that what, <laughs> like how tough time the three and a half hours before bedtime duh Oh, yes, Cap. You may take yeah. away summer, but you'll never take away summer vacations. Photon channeling. Hey, guys, you're literally going to kill more people than the Manhattan Project. Like, <laughs> you understand yeah. that, right? The amount of things that this would cause. I love that the earth shook. <laughs> oh, reference. Hey, teacher, leave yep. them kids alone. Reference to uh, another brick in the wall. That hurt Muriel. Yeah, also a fragile ego, right? Like, so he does all this stuff and then he still, like, has affection towards her. Yeah, like, you never forgot Muriel. Army. I mean, oh, the teachers. <laughs> that wasn't also the culturally insensitive. She's clearly dressed for kung fu, and they said karate. Shout. People don't know that there's a difference between kung fu and karate, bro. People don't know. I'm just saying, watch a Kung Fu movie at some point, or I don't know, do some research. Boogaloo. Or hire me to do the closed captioning for movies so I can get this stuff correct. Silly String. Oh man, do I love Silly String. <laughs> I love the guy's reaction as if he was like just sprayed with acid. Also, do you love Mikey? He doesn't even try and like lower his hand. He's just like, no, you'll get a kid. <laughs> oh no, grape soda. Diet grape soda. That's even worse. Oh, that is the worst. Nice flying press. It really was a good one. Like, I was just, like, casually thinking, yeah, I've been working on it. What's been happening this whole time that I've been under corn chowder? <laughs> Kojak? Oh, my God, the amount of references that they just throw into this. Nobody can do the boogaloo. I mean, you got to protect the chin. Just do them up and up. There's still time to end the world and kill like millions of people all for, you know, to make the world colder and not have vacation. I mean, there's just, there's no other way you could possibly get rid of summer vacation. Like, like it's just wouldn't uh, happen. I mean, his, his whole, uh, you know, logic of things is definitely off. So it makes sense. That it would be like way blown out of proportion. It's jammed. <laughs> I can think of many real-world reasons why you wouldn't give her a summer vacation, but there are, like, actual, like, policy reasons that you could do it without having to resort to 
becoming a supervillain. Vince, throw the baseball at the thing. Yeah, aim it. Don't throw it because of the callback to earlier. Which, that does make sense. Well, it's because he had to believe in himself. Well, no, he's saying two different things here. So when you say throw it, don't aim it, you're looking for speed makes accuracy. If you're saying aim it, don't throw it, you're looking for accuracy, not speed. There you go. There's some sports stuff for you. Oh, yeah, I've already forgotten it. So <laughs> It's pitcher stuff for baseball. It makes sense if you understand baseball. But I know you are a huge baseball fan, and you know all of the ins and outs of that game. I've watched a game in my life. <laughs> like, just to give everybody an idea how much I love baseball, I once got free tickets to a minor league game in my city that I could have used at any point over a year. And um, I just ended up throwing away eventually because I had other things I wanted to do besides going to a minor league game. You could have used the tickets as like a bookmark or usually the tickets for minor league games have coupons on them for food. So Yeah, they literally just sat sat on the shelf in my bathroom for like a year and then I eventually threw them away. Also, I will say like if you're the former of something, does that give you prestige anymore? Like, I guess, hey. like, if I was the Secretary of Education, but, like, if you were, like, even, too, former President of the United States, like, once you're not there anymore, like, eh. It's more about, again, showing his personality, because there is that person that, like, they always hold on to what they used to be. You know hey, I, mean? I was the homecoming queen 55 years, queen, 55 years ago. And they're like, yeah. uh, sir, that has nothing to do with you being arrested for trying to end the world. I mean, it's good on you for being the homecoming queen 55 years ago, though. That was pretty brave back then. The achievement, the level of achievement. Listen, Becky, I know we just kind of royally fucked you and you helped us. But here's the thing that we were holding that we definitely didn't put on the internet or read a bunch. Also, I stopped at the Xerox machine before I left the school and paid copies for myself. (laughs) And then I'm going to hand them out for whatever grade they're going into. I was just bluffing about this. Yeah, before we all grow up and become 11. Because you can never do childhood things anymore when you're still 11. As somebody that spent all day watching uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, yep, childhood things end at 11. Yep, everyone knows 11 is a very, very crucial, pivotal, integral Age. Oh no, I forgot something. We only have two weeks, and for us, that's going to feel like five years. That's fair. That's That's the the one thing. I really miss that from Charlie. That's the one thing I miss is like time, like feeling like it was going slower. But. So, like, I feel like my favorite part of summer vacation wasn't, like, the vacation itself was just, like, the very beginning of it with, like, the possibility of, like, even though every year I had some kind of school thing that I was supposed to do over the summer, it was like, eh, I'm going to put that off for three weeks for sure. Yeah. Gosh. 
you know, I, I think I've, I've definitely talked about this in like our private conversations, but I'm not, maybe I brought it up on the podcast, but that's an actual physical thing that happens as you grow up. So like when you're growing up, you have an eternal clock. You have a sense of time that um, we all have. And when you're younger, your clock moves faster than the world around you. And so that's why time seems so slow. That's why everything seems to take forever when you're bored. But summer also seems to last forever. As you grow up, your eternal clock slows down. So eventually you match the world. So everything moves up, it moves at the rate it should. But it doesn't stop. It keeps getting slower. So it, the older you get, the faster everything seems to go. Which is one of the biggest things that annoys me about growing up, growing older. It's like... That just seems like a big fuck you to anybody that lives too long. Uh, hmm. I may have to have you explain more of the science to that outside of the podcast, but not today. Yeah. No, I, well, the movie's over, so I don't have time to get into more detail with it, but it is something that's really weird, but it's very upsetting to me, even though I can't do anything about it. Oh, look, the school. That's nice. The school has like one little tag left of its 60s flower child's past of a rainbow. I mean, I do like the whole Swiss cheese thing. I never remembered that that was like a thing, but I think that was specific just to like that show. Yeah, no, they, um, yeah, they, and they went inside it during the episodes too. All right, there's the, um, so yeah, I know you've seen it before, but did, did the movie with its many, many plot holes live up to your remembrance of it? Oh, of course. I still felt the jams. Yeah. It's like I don't Recess for me is such a weirdly nostalgic show in a way that most things aren't. And I told you that I don't think I've ever said this because being a dumbness, but this is one show when I go back and watch it, I can re- I can feel what I felt as a kid on Saturday mornings watching it. Um, and I can't do that with much else. Hmm. So it's just, it's a weird, heavy level of nostalgia that really I enjoy. I love, by the way, the Jimi Hendrix uh, <laughs> reference right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So many references. Uh, so many references from the 60s that even in 2001, no kid at the age that was supposed to be watching this would have gotten the but their parents would have, so that's nice. No, they knew that the kids, see, they, they knew in the future. They knew that the kids that liked this would watch this 20, 30, 20 years later. Oh, yeah, they were just, oh, that makes sense. They were just waiting for our podcast. Yep, exactly, because everything is about us, because we are the best all the time. Uh, yay, millennials. <laughs> all right, so this is a bank show, uh, so there's not really anything I can tell you about what's coming up. Um, I will say thanks to Eric Bowman for the theme song. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Chaos Everywhere or write the show with any suggestions that you want to see us do, uh, comments, whatever, chaospodshow at gmail. You can also reach out basically anywhere on social media and I'll respond because you can also follow us on uh, TikTok at Chaos Pod Show. Um, if you do reach out there, not that I think many people have, but if you do, um, I don't know, make sure you send more than one message because I just recently found on a random video I made months ago a request to make a different video. I was like, oh, that makes me feel bad because I had no idea this person asked me to do this. So so just, you know, 
maybe Facebook or uh, the email would be the faster way to get my attention. No, get our attention anyway. any any way possible. Yeah, because we want to hear from you. Uh, but I hope everybody enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun for me. And uh, yeah, I think we'll, I'll definitely consider revisiting recess. But uh, yeah, recess taking the fifth grade is uh, from 2003. So maybe we can do that at some point and see how it stacks up against the classic that is schools out. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night, everybody. And uh, we'll see you soon. Stay groovy out there. <laughs>